Hey, this is Taylor. This is Jake. And this is Dan. And this is Unicorn Finders, where we are on the search to eliminate the elusive unicorn factor in everyday people, businesses, and relationships. Hope you enjoy. All right. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. It's great to be with you all. Um, excited to be here. Excited to hang out with Viro and Nick today. Nick, thanks for hanging, man. We appreciate it. Um, uh, we're, yeah, we're, we, we, we've been hanging out with Nick for the last 30 minutes, like quote unquote backstage. So, um, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, this is going to be super fun. Um, this is an awesome opportunity just to kind of spitball about what I'm building and, and, and what I'm doing over here. And we had that 30 minutes of, uh, of pre-roll was, it went by really fast. It went by really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for those of you who are tuning in, you're like, what is this? What's unicorn finders? Um, uh, you know, if you want to Google us, make sure you type in unicorn finders, not unicorn hunters. <laughs> um and basically uh so what this is is so jake couldn't join us today he got called into another meeting but um it's okay dan and i are the professional podcasters so everything's fine um basically dan jake and i started this podcast in march of 2020 so we're almost at a three-year mark to so to really just hang out as excuse hang out dan jake and i are good friends outside of work and and we we didn't know how long we're going to be at home so we started this thing and and uh, we, we've pivoted a little bit over the years, but now we're really wanting to bring on companies that you probably haven't heard of doing really cool shit. And that's kind of yeah. our, that's kind of our mission. So hung out with Nick. We love what Nick is doing in the environmental space. So Nick, take it away, man. If you want to give a little bit about your musician background and say oh, who yeah. you toured for, cause that's pretty badass. <laughs> um, and then, and then let's, and let's go ahead and dive into uh, Viro. Yeah. So my name's Nick. I'm the founder of Viro. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Viro is short for environment. It's an eco activity tracker, um, similar to like, like think my fitness pal or Strava for environmental action. So we're inspiring our users to take daily climate action or live sustainably. Um, so instead of like in the fitness space for my fitness pal, it's pushups and sit ups and how many miles or steps he walked. We're pivoting that into recycling, composting, carpooling, a bunch of different environmental actions. And, um, I'll back up a little bit to how I got into this. I, I moved to Nashville about eight years ago from Austin, Texas as a, as a musician. So I graduated music school, did the whole thing and uh, wanted to go for the, the big show for the big lights. Moved to Nashville um, as a bass guitar player, as you can see on my wall over here and was fortunate enough to pick up and play with um, a ton of great artists who are all over the world. Um, playing everything from small empty bar rooms to big stadiums, festivals, you know, the Coachella's, the Bonnaroo's, all of those things. But while deal. I was traveling, yeah, while deal. I was traveling <laughs> to each city. Hold on, hold on. He <laughs> won't say it though. He also played with Kelsey Ballerini. Like for those of yeah. you who know, he's not going to say it. I can tell he, he's a, he's a, he's not a, he's not a proud, boastful gentleman like me. Um, but yeah, yeah a so ton of great with, artists. Yeah. He played with Kelsey Ballerini. Artists that are doing badass. awesome things. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I, through each city, you know, they all have their own architecture, their own layout, beautiful buildings. Um, but what I noticed, no matter where I was in the world, is there's pollution in the streets. There's just trash, you know, floating by. And there's, you know, smog in the air. There's just that hint of just a little bit of haziness. I'm like, you know, this is really starting to weigh on my heart. I'm seeing this everywhere. You roll off the bus in the morning in some brand new city, and, and it looks just like the last one. Um, so mm -hmm. I thought... You know, there, there's got to be a way to where we can inspire people, inspire a community to to live more sustainably, to think about and be mindful of their daily actions and just, you know, do their part, um, small things throughout the day. 
um, to, to live more sustainably and, and eco-friendly. I love that. Um, so, so I'm going to go ahead and pull up, I'm going to share my screen. I, I'm trying to yep. do more of this with our guests just so, um, so people, you know, now or in the future can watch this. So let's, I'm going to go and present it. And then, um, Nick, if you kind of want to just walk through, um, obviously the, the, the app a little bit more and, 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 yeah. and kind of the way it looks and feels. So obviously very clean UI, obviously I'm a big fan mm -hmm. of that. I mean, talk about, Talk about this, right? So the streak, reduced steps. I mean, talk, mm -hmm. talk kind of about this. So it's, um, you know, it's paralleling a fitness daily activity tracker. So this is meant to be used every day. Users, when they're onboarded, they set up uh, how many eco actions, as we call it, um, mm -hmm. how many environmentally friendly actions they can do each, they want to do each day. And that, of course, closes their ring. So if they choose three or five, by each action they do, it'll begin to close that ring and they hit their goal. Um, we have streaks as well, but, um, you know, throughout that whole process, people, um, you know, they're composting, they're recycling, um, they're bringing their own bag, they're um, refilling a water bottle, tons of yeah. different things. Um, and everyone has their own thing that they are interested in. Um, so, yeah, so we're kind of going through your stand. Um, oh, right there, uh, 3.2 pounds of carbon pollution reduced right there. Um, one of the things I'm very passionate about is I wanted to be able to quantify um, this measured action. I wanted people, mm. when they walk by a recycling bin, they just throw that plastic bottle in there. You know, they feel good for a minute and they just keep walk, keep walking. Mm. But I, um, I was able to do some deep dives um, and worked with the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Mm. Um, they have a list of 100 best green practices and it, and it shows, it quantifies the pollution reduction um, of each of these like kind of household things we can do in our daily oh, wow. life. Um, so so it really provides like a measurement, you know, like if, if we can do all these good things and feel good in our hearts, but if we can give some hard numbers and some hard data, we can really start to track it and we can really internalize mm -hmm. it and know and validate our impact. So it's something I'm really, really proud of um, that we were able to, you know, just kind of tie in measured action with, with each, with is, each person. Is, you know, I didn't ask you this backstage, quote unquote, but are you guys, is the goal to just measure CO2 reduction? Is that kind of like y'all's main focus right now? Yeah, that is, that is one of the primary metrics how they're, they're measuring greenhouse gas emissions, which is um, sort of thing called CO2E. And that's just the, the, the way that we wanted to quantify. Okay. Mm. Okay. Is there, I mean, uh, I mean, do you have a specific number you want to get to? I mean, three pounds, I mean, that sounds like a lot, right? I mean, is, <laughs> is, I mean, is there, I don't know. Is there any data that you know of off the top of your head about like what you should be at or what's good? Like, mm. I don't know. Any thoughts on well, that? um, three pounds, it does sound like a lot. And if you think about it though, if you, you know, ride your bike three miles, you know, to work and back yeah, it's or exhausting. you hop an electric, yeah, <laughs> you hop an electric vehicle, you know what I'm saying? You're taking public transportation. You're able to minimize what would be like a single passenger gasoline vehicle. Um, so, and those, those spit out, um, emissions like crazy. Um, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, that's kind of, um, yeah. I love that. that. No, I love that. So Nick, I want to, I want to ask, so I know that there's a rewards functionality of your, your app as well to encourage behavior more so than just as a gamification piece, right? Talk to us a little bit about that and, you know, maybe some of the 
the brands or partners that you, that you worked with. I know we were yeah. talking about liquid death before just to kind of explain, Hey, like this is obviously great for the environment and that should be enough, but also that you're, you're getting some brands involved. Mm-hmm. Well, what's so inspiring to me is our user base, the, the, our people are passionate about sustainability. They're p- passionate mm-hmm. about climate action. And it's, I mean, they take it to the extreme. And so they live their life, um, you know, with this in mind at every facet of their life. And so we're, we're, really, we're really wanting to connect these climate conscious consumers with brands that are also eco-friendly, right? They, mm-hmm. are, they have a messaging, they have sustainability practices, and we are connecting them. We're sitting right in the middle there where brands can you know, release their message and they can you know, hyper-target it to our group of people that actually care, that respect it. And they, they wanna identify with those kinds of brands. So consumers, mm-hmm. you know, we're seeing more and more, they're wanting to you know, personify a brand when they're wearing a hat, they wanna, they wanna represent the brand and themselves. Yeah. I love that. Danny. So, so Nick, I, I know that you had, you're traveling all over and everything else. And you kind of came up with, with the app in your mind, right? But, but talk to us a little bit about how you then built the app and, and went through some of the iterations and changes of creating something that, that you were, were proud and ready to put into the app store. What kind of thought process, what kind of, you know, talking conversations did you have with people to ultimately decide that this was your, your path forward? Yeah, so I was touring full time, um, and then COVID happened, so everything shuts down. And I had always been, you know, entrepreneurial. I'd always been extremely into tech and products and and things that people are building. And I knew that was where I wanted to go long term. And I thought, hey, this is my time. Um, this is my time to pivot now. And um, I'd always been kind of ruminating, thinking about this idea. And so I decided, you know what, we're going to do this thing. We're going to, we're going to really, you know, put some pitch checks together, go out there and start spreading the word. Well, there was um, Amazon headquarters. Uh, they have a new building here in Nashville. So when that building opened, they um, hosted a startup competition, early stage startup competition. So, um, you know, I went in with my idea of Viro um, over that weekend. I built a super simple MVP um, using a no code tool and, okay. um, which, which using, I'm just curious, which no code tool did you use? It was called your V1. Jeremy Redman, oh. he's a Nashville guy. He, he went in with me and we worked together to, cool. um, nice. um, to really, I mean, it was, it was a super simple, like we were working <laughs> all night to get the ring to close. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, but, but we partnered with a company in town, Eat Well Nashville, which is, um, they do really great, healthy food, vegan, vegetarian for, for people. And so there was kind of just the, the idea, you know, we, we got it into a, a web browser um, and won first place in the competition. So kind of having that validation, um, having that, you know, little stamp from Amazon and, you know, kind of opened up doors um, with them, but it was really allowed me to kind of, hey, this is for real. We can really take this and, and run with this thing. So um, then we started really just mapping out what's it going to actually look like. You know, we, we have revenue models, we have our business model already mm-hmm. pat down, but what we wanted to do was kind of start building UI UX, start getting user flow, getting feedback for some people. Um, so that was what we did. So that startup competition was in March of last year. So almost a year ago, built um, all the way up until then, started building an online community, online presence um, and launched to app stores in December. So we're about six or seven weeks out from, from our big launch. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So we, we, we caught y'all early. I love it. Yeah. What, um, you know, we, we talked about, um, you know, kind of what the future holds and I mean, what's, I mean, well, it's kind of a few things. One, talk about your customer base. Cause you said something that was very interesting to me just about how passionate they are. So talk about that. 
and then dream a little bit, right? Kind of that dream question, like where where do you see Viro going, and kind of what's what's your goal? So, kind of a two sided question. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm finding that's resonating with our user base and kind of the ideation of Viro. Um, number one, they're extremely passionate, and I love them. And I've been, you know, I've been living this way, you know, for years, but I'm finally able to put it into a tool and into people's hands. Um, so they can track their impact, you know, they can measure what matters to them and they're resonating with it. Well, very passionate, very, um, engaged. And they're giving me feedback, you know, back and forth on, you know, each individual action because different people, you know, we got a big composting group. People love composting. Mm. And the way we had the layout, we had different items you could compost, but we didn't have necessarily just a total weight. So I didn't know this, but the composting group, they love to actually weigh through like a little kitchen scale before they compost so they actually know know their their metrics there and so you know we added that as a feature in wouldn't um, wouldn't know that exactly exactly so there's so many different facets of this of sustainability and of of being eco-minded um and they're passionate and fervent and we're just trying to honestly keep up um with our group but one of the things that I think is resonating so well is you have the idea of your carbon footprint, right? Mm-hmm. So your carbon footprint, it is literally your footprint. So you're looking behind and you're thinking, man, I feel guilty for these things that I've done behind me, right? Mm-hmm. But the way we're positioning Viro is we're, we're looking forward, we're looking ahead and we're saying, hey, let's not feel bad about some stuff. Let's take positive steps every day and let's track it and let's measure it. And so we have this whole climate doom and gloom, feel bad about who you are for just existing. I mean, we, we're going to use electricity. We're going to create energy, you know, right. um, we want to take a spin on that. So instead of, you know, angry memes and, you know, people lighten up Twitter for every little thing, let's take a positive spin on this. And let's say that. I'm doing these good things and here is how I'm measuring it. And here's how I'm tracking what matters to me most. How, how do y'all make, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Dan. No, no, no. Uh, you go ahead. I was going to say, how how do y'all make money, or or or, or what's kind of the long term kind of play for money? Is it is it just brand sponsorships and deals, and and that side? Is there going to be, you know, I don't know. Is there a monthly cost eventually? Like, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, we'll eventually go to the freemium model, but right now we're you know aggregating our user base, sure, we're testing 100%. our ideas, we're we're learning more than we're focused on, you know creating revenue, but for sure, um, brand partnerships will definitely be a thing that's direct advertisement to a, you know, passionate group of people. But um, how we're positioning ourselves is, you know, we're in a app going straight to consumers first, which is, you know, the exact opposite of what any investor wants to hear, um, because it's hard to milk that money out of people. And that's really not what we're trying to do. Uh, But we are trying to do a set of brand awareness, we're trying to create a positive, engaging platform that people can identify with, um, as a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think in about probably two months, we're going to pivot straight to um, direct to businesses. So we're going to get this in employees hands and um, have those businesses be able to track um, their positive impact. And we're also going to help businesses meet their net zero and um, carbon yeah. neutral goals. Uh, so that's top yeah. down from administration. That's a, that's a global issue now. And so we're going to really tie in with ESG reporting. We're going to tie in yeah. with businesses um, becoming net zero to answer my question i was just going to ask what your path to business to to looking and keeping track of esg and obviously there's there's huge pushes beyond just esg scores and everything else but a desire for consumers to want to know how businesses are are tracking and and i would imagine that this 
you know, makes it fundamentally easier to track and display. And I'm sure you guys have cool reports and stuff like that, that you can push out to, to be able to, to track that. I know the app is still relatively new. Have you been able to aggregate how many uh, pounds of CO2 we've, yeah, we're over 3000 right now. Hell yeah. There you go. I mean, that's yeah, awesome. So it's, uh, it's really, it's really good. And you know, for businesses, I, I think the doors are going to fly wide open for us mm. because employees also want to take ownership. You know, they want to provide good and, and they want to be um, that person passionate within their workforce. Right. And so I think that we'll have ambassadors within each, within each company that are asking for it um, that are, so we're not really having necessarily to do hard sales. And here's the thing, when something that comes across your desk, that's a B2B platform and they're saying, Hey, you should use this. You're like, ah, oh, it's not sexy. It's, you know, it's a bunch of grids and graphs and Excel spreadsheets. But what we're doing is really kind of lighting up the consumer space. So when this does come across your desk as, hey, this is an initiative our business are, is going to use, they, they go back through it and they're like, oh, this is cool. I want to identify with this. I want yeah. to actually use this. I love that. That's awesome. Cool. What, how many, is, there, is there a lot of competition in this space right now? I see there's competition for eyeballs, but are you, you do a lot of legacy apps or anything else that exists or there really, there really isn't. There are a few um, there's um, and they're kind of gimmicky in my opinion. Now, I've, I talk a lot about how viral is not gamification. So I don't, I don't want this to be a Duolingo or an angry birds type of cartoonish um, UI experience. I want users to feel like this is a part of them. This is metrics. This is an, an activity tracker kind of like fitness. Um, so it's not a, it's not a, toy or tourist toyish in nature yeah. um there are a few that are doing that you know you're a you're a panda or you're a polar bear and you're following them around through the through the arctic and you know it's like that's not really what i want to do <laughs> sure. um there and there's a few things there's a there's a big push in the um in this space of making you feel guilty and then you know paying your mm -hmm. fair share per month is like a subscription model so let me give you a quick assessment on how how bad your lifestyle is and then at the end <laughs> at the end you just input your credit card um yeah. so i'm sure they're crushing it you know if, the, if they can get people that 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 are that willing then um i totally understand um but yeah for us i want people to use this thing i want people to actually make a positive impact in their life and and in the world um, and I think that's where we're going to excel. I love that. Um, Nick, as we wrap up here, um, last, uh, last two questions for you. One, what's been your biggest pivot so far, right? Like where, where have you been like, whoa, whoa, whoa we can't do that anymore. And then two, what's your biggest advice for individuals who want to start something? I'll, I will answer the biggest pivot with also the biggest hurdle. Um, and this is something that's personal to me is, um, I have built viral behind the scenes kind of, and I've talked about it a little bit. I haven't been building in public as much as I have wanted to, mm -hmm. but I also haven't done this one thing, which is hold that camera up and turn that, that video onto my face and talk about what I'm building and why I'm so passionate about it to then engage others. Um, I feel like I've really missed the, the, the ball there because I have to use my voice to get this out there, right? And then I want to encourage other people to then create content about this product. But if I'm not leading it, if I'm not um, taking charge and taking initiative of, of, of being that person, being the face of something, um, then I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. Also, it's pretty hard to turn that camera around and speak right into it and, and that it vertical is. stuff. So um, I am, I'm working up the courage to do it. Um, and that is something that, that will be coming in the next, hopefully tomorrow, <laughs> maybe today. I love, that. I love that. You should do it today. You should do it right after yeah. this. <laughs> exactly. Right uh, 
And then, and then your biggest piece of advice for founders, for people who want to get started, who are just scared to get started. Go for it. Create opportunities. I think I'm going to write a book about creating opportunity, about putting yourself in situations. Um, it's not just a networking advice, but putting yourself in situations. I didn't think I was anywhere near ready to go do an Amazon startup competition with a pitch deck and an idea. You know what I'm saying? But I showed up right. um, I, and I ran hard. I hustled. But, you know, I, these events that I've gone to, to meet people, um, to say yes, be a yes guy when somebody asks you something. Um, if someone just wants to spitball and, and chat over coffee, say yes, because it opens up things. Um, and it's right. bigger than just networking. It is more about just connecting the world together um, and seeing where doors open and just go chase them down and uh, create opportunity for yourself. I love that. I love that. Cool. Danny, anything else, buddy? No, I think we're good. Awesome. Well, Nick, thank you so much, man, for joining us today. We appreciate it. Stay in touch. Obviously, I let you Best know we're trying, to, we're, we're, we're trying to build a, a community among founders. So we will loop you in once we get that executed. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having awesome. me. Have a good rest of your day. Yep. See you, Nick. Thanks, Nick. I think it's cool. It. I mean, I here's the yeah. deal, right? And 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 Nick, you know, Nick's Nick's gonna see this. Uh, like I for me, like I don't when I say I'm not passionate. Just say you hate right? the environment. No, I don't want to say I hate the environment, right? Because that's that's not true. But it. but I think for me, I think I think what I'm curious for him to do is think about people like me who we don't have a recycling of like recycling in Nashville, like is not easy, or at least like like it only yeah, comes no, like I've heard once that. a month and it's like, so, and then, so like that, like trying to get people who like, cause I love, like, I think there's a lot of people on the sidelines who are like, I care about the environment. I want to mm -hmm. do something. And, and how do I get started, but make it easy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the barrier of, of app use is, is very low here. Uh, you know, looking through it, there's, yeah, you know, things about walking. There's things about eating organic food. It's not. Just, I don't think it's just about composting and recycling and, and how much did you do to offset your carbon footprint by these huge things that are talked about by everybody. But what small things can you do or what small things can you track, right? And I don't even think that you have to be a, a huge, you know, environmentalist, right? Or a, a, right. What do they call a tree hugger, right? I don't, I don't right. think you need to do that to use the app. I think that a lot of people, I think our generation, the generations beyond or you know, behind us have really focused on you know, sustainability and what does the planet look like moving forward, right? Correct. Like we're finally yeah. closing the ozone layer as a society, right? So like doing those small things, I, I think that we, we talk about it a little bit more, right? Like I live downtown in a high rise, right? Like we almost never talk about where are we going to go drive to get food? It's like, let's go walk somewhere, right? Or in your community, what are you doing to say, hey, like maybe I do buy the apple that's 10 cents more because it is organic. And what kind of things can I do to help as make my small part of the environment better. Right? right. And I don't think that you have to, you know, compost pounds of food every day to be able to, you know, use the app. And I do because, like, cause that's what I think, right? I think right. Compost. Tree hug. Public How many trees did you plant? Right. But I, I think that the app is encouraging. If you go on, like it's, it's super easy, super simple to use. You go on and say, Hey, even these very small things that I'm doing can make an impact, 
right? Like, hey, I threw away a, you know, I, I brought in a bottle of water instead of using this plastic thing, right? right? But hey, maybe in there, like instead of using this once, maybe I go to the refrigerator and fill it back up with water rather than throwing this out and getting a new one, right? So right. I think those small behaviors can really add up when you're talking about, you know, 300 and some odd million Americans and 8 billion people around the world. If 8 billion people twice a month, instead of throwing, throwing away the water bottle after they used it each time, instead filled it up and used it throughout the day, even if they threw it away at the end of the day and they went through one water bottle instead of five, and it's a reminder, because I, I think people are conscious enough to think of those small reminders of like, hey, if this app's there, it's on my home screen, I click on it and said, did you use um, uh, a water bottle today instead yeah, of I using like a that. plastic water yeah, bottle? Prompting... You might just be encouraged. Yeah. Right. Almost prompting. You could almost do like a push <coughs> daily summary and it prompts you like, did you use your own water bottle? Did you buy water bottles? Right. And it's kind of because right. because I'm because I'm just trying to think like and also to Nick, I, I, I see you watching backstage. For, for, for me, I, I think, I think from, he's talking about putting out content, which I'm super passionate mm -hmm. about. We're all super yep. passionate about branding content. That's what I would put out if I were Nick. I wouldn't even probably even talk about viral right now. I would just talk about, Hey, did you know that literally using your own water bottle instead of buying a water bottle, mm -hmm. um, could, could decrease your, and like, it's just edge, it's constant education, right? right. Because I think, I, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Because because my thing is, if I see Nick pop on my LinkedIn going, hey, did you know that if you're at your desk and you just use the same um, water bottle all day, you're able to reduce something? And then I go, oh, shit, I do that. And then yeah. I'm going to click and I'm going to see what he what else he's a part of. And then that's what leads to Viro, right? And imagine and imagine a reward is like a water bottle, right? Like you partner, there's a company called Circle here in Tampa. They do like flavored water drinks, but they also have water bottles. Like imagine if like them saying, Hey, you know, for people that are maybe heavy water drinkers, you know, you do the, I don't know how the, the point system works. Right. But, you know, we'll send you a water bottle. It's great for them. Right. Because now they make you a user of their product. But also if you didn't use 30 water bottles in a month, the offset is huge. And now you have a product in hand that's environmentally uh, more sustainable and yeah. you're discouraging a behavior Right. Because I think that that's ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to say, hey, if I can look on here and these very, very small changes that I can make can have this amount of impact. And listen, I'm not I, I don't know science. Right. Like, I don't know how much three pounds. <laughs> I took self-paced astronomy CO2. in college to not take science. That, makes, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um, but right. I don't know how much three pounds is. But like if I'm able to save that, like. I don't know. I feel like people are, are, are jived up about that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And so I'm too. even completely skipping over the, the ESG part and the environment. And, um, Cause I know there's a big push uh, for it because I even know the corporate governance piece. Yeah. Yeah. I know Vaco in Nashville, like we're, I don't know. There's, there's like a plaque in our lobby for being like green certified something yeah. or other. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I know well, there's it. that, but they're building it into like, requirements within the sec for publicly traded companies about what are you doing for the so like a right? company like, could basically buy or use viro to almost become compliant like viro could be like a checklist maybe i don't know if it's a compliance thing i don't know how esg regulation works it's slightly I mean, outside I of my pay grade really, right. um but <laughs> but what it could do as an organization right like 
and a lot of ESG is also about awareness of what we're doing. Imagine if you're a 10,000 person publicly traded company, you have 30% adoption of viral or whatever, right? But if you can say, hey, we offset 100,000 pounds of CO2 over the course of a year, like that's something that's going to resonate, right? Like right. even if a lot of those users that are using it, were already doing these things. If you can build that in and you can, you know, amalgamate all of that data in together, like that helps with even some of the PR piece of it, right? And I'd say that we should do this for PR, but like you start to think of all of the different ways that it can go. Um, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a really, really neat idea. And I'm very surprised that like, somebody hasn't done it right yeah so props to you nick props to you um all right well cool well again dan it was good chat with you buddy um uh we uh we're, we're pretty booked on guests for the next few weeks so next week we got um we have actually it's it's nick's buddy who's also my buddy too shane snipeman um and he's developed an app called strum which is in the uh booking space for music so kind of still in the music vein so um shane's gonna come on next week um i've known shane for a while um so nick i appreciate you making that intro i believe it was nick um but anyways nick love your product love viro best best of luck best of success um and uh we'll see all of y'all next week peace Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this episode of the Unicorn Finders. If you found any of that interesting or helpful at all, please share it with your friends. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or want to be a part of our podcast, be sure to email us at info at theunicornfinders.com. And while you're at it, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe us five stars and share it with a friend or two. We'll see you next week.